Hello there, Dunder Mifflinites, and welcome back to another episode of The Office ASMR, a sleepy time podcast to help you fall asleep. And tonight, we're rounding out Season 2 of The Office with the infamous Casino Night, Episode 22 of Season 2. This was directed by Ken Quavis. We haven't seen him for a while, and it was written by Steve Carell himself. I actually had no idea. That's why I like reading these directors and writers is because sometimes I'm shocked, sometimes I'm surprised. And this was aired on May 11th of 2006. Now, this is a longer episode, as you can see from the uh, time on this podcast episode. So it's not that I'm going to ramble too long before we just get into the episode here, but want to make sure everybody has their headphones set, their sleep timers. And I know I talked about this a lot in the early episodes was, uh, you know, put this on a small speaker, use wireless headphones. I use my AirPods. But, uh, you know, just make sure everybody's rested, safe, in bed. And we're about to drift off to uh, dreamland here using Casino Night. So, uh, before we get in, though, I just want to say thank you to everybody so much for being with me through all of two seasons of the U.S. office. Kind of amazing. I have truly enjoyed going back through these episodes, and I can't wait to bring you more episodes. So, really appreciate everybody, and your feedback is always welcome over on Twitter and also uh, in the iTunes Review Store. Uh, I think we only accept five-star reviews here. Uh, do it for Michael Scarn. Do it for Golden Face. But, uh, yeah, I would love to see it over there. But none of that matters right now. We're going to be getting into the episode here. We have a action-packed season finale. Cold Open goes right into showing the warehouse being converted into a full-blown gambling hall, which is illegal in Pennsylvania. Michael considers himself a great philanderer. Michael is happy to look in his uh, mirror and say that a child in the Congo has a belly full of rice. We have Pam hanging out in reception, and Dwight comes in in his full tuxedo, looking very snazzy. And Jim wants to know how long the wait is for a table for two. Dwight would never serve him in a million billion years. Dwight says it belonged to his grandfather. He was buried in it. Family heirloom. And Roy is frustrated that he has to pay for his own drinks while Pam brags that she is a roulette uh, champion. Oh, this is a good one. So Dwight says, uh, you know, he can't do that. Jim says sometimes he can control things. And sometimes he was a little kid, he can control things with his mind. Dwight says, I don't believe you. Continue. Looks very skeptical. Dwight says, look, you know, I can make things shake, make a marble fall off the counter. Dwight's not believing it. He says, why don't you move that coat rack? Dwight calls the uh, 
the attention in the office to prove Jim's telekinetic powers. And uh, Jim... Jim puts up his hand. And everybody you know, looks at the coat rack. And it moves. Pam looks shocked. Dwight, Dwight looks absolutely stunned. Pam, there's a talking head where Pam just has a little umbrella. She gives Jim a wink. Jim smiles. It's not a smile, it's more of a smirk. He's like, uh, no, very pleased with himself. Dwight just says, oh my God. And we're right into it. And you know what? I never looked up what instrument this is. I'm a failure of a podcast host. You know what? We're going to kick off. Maybe we'll just kick off uh, the third season of the show, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna break down the notes of the intro or something. I think it's accordion, but I can't be sure. I need to know. I'll find out. I promise I'll find out. So now we're back here, and Dwight is inspecting the coat rack, and now we have Michael in his office talking to Jan, and. Jan is saying your your branch is number four out of five branches. And he is inviting her now to casino night. Now that I have you, not that I have had you or will ever have you, and invites her as the fearless leader. And it's interesting, his desk looks busier than ever. I never really noticed. I mean, I know there's always things on it, right? But now it looks busier than ever. So it's interesting. He is uh, really selling the casino night to Jan. And he says, you yeah, know, we understand each other. Romance is on, on hold for right now. Good friends with privileges. Not now, but someday. So now we're out in the office. We got the whole office looking at them. Looking at Michael sitting on the reception. And says that they're supporting the Boy Scouts of America. Oscar has a big problem with that. He says, if you don't like it, you should concentrate on winning. Because the person at the end of the inning, at the end of the night, will get $500 to the donate of the charity of their choice. And a mini fridge from Vance Refrigeration. Michael is playing Colic for Comic Relief. He says comedy is very much alive, Jim, as are homeless people. And he, he says everybody wants it. Oh, yeah, Creed. The Great Soup Kitchen. At Downhouse Grand, delicious pea soup. Kevin wants to give it to something with animals or people. Mindy Kaling. Wants to give it to Kobe Bryant's foundation because he is so hot. And she says maybe he didn't do it. Angela is upset that they are giving money that has been gambled. Says, why don't we just be prostitutes and give it away? And Michael says, we're going to give a check to an actual group of Boy Scouts. Toby says it wasn't appropriate to invite children a gambling night with alcohol 
Michael looks so annoyed. And since Hooters is catering, Michael, classic right here. Why are you the way that you are? Every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. And then, okay, you won't donate. Yeah, that's, that's a classic line. Michael says he's going to donate to Afghanistanis with AIDS. Michael says Afghanistanis, Afghani. Michael says that's the dog. Oh, I love these. This is one of the great uh, like regressions of the the entire room where they all like dive into like one little thing. Michael says AIDS is not funny. Believe me, I've tried. And explains that uh, there are certain topics that are off topics to comedians. The Lincoln assassination assassination just became funny. And I hope to someday live in a world where a person could tell a hilarious age joke. It's one of his dreams. Jim back at reception here, chatting with Pam. And says, till death do us rock. Roy uh, was supposed to make the band, but now he's concentrating on the bachelor party. And Jim explains, you know, the, the band tapes that she has it's funny these are VHS tapes it says these are people's dreams that they've never given up and they have to watch it and they head over to the conference room Pam says you know she's pretty happy she's getting along with everyone at work Jim why did he talk to Jan about transferring that's right that was how the last episode ended and he was out in New York talking to Jan. And he says, look, he's got no future here. Now we have Daryl saying we're not having fire eaters in a paper warehouse. And Lloyd says Beekman Properties owns the warehouse, not Michael or Daryl. And... Craig, right? His name is Craig Ferguson. Ferguson. And a little bit of a racial digression in this episode. Oh, yeah, Dinkin Flicka. Daryl says, look, he taught Mike some phrases to help with his interracial conversations. Fleece it out. Dinkin Flicka. Mach 5. Things as Negroes say. And then they give some kind of weird, like, Spock, Star Trek handshake. Now we have uh, Dwight sitting at his desk, and he's trying to do telekinesis on the bobblehead very intensely, trying to control it with his mind. He's, uh, he does a good, a good, earnest job here. Now we're in the conference room. You know, how are you going to decide? They're all extremely good. 
Grantnicity. And we have Kevin playing drums. Don't stand so close to me. Please don't stand so close to me. I don't know if anybody likes my sleep renditions of these songs. I don't know. Kevin says, look, we don't really play weddings. We're all hoping that Pam's wedding pans out. It could be a turning point for the band. Yeah, they got some cool graphics here going on. Jim's Jim's saying, hey, we're going to sign him. And you can see, like, you can see Pam very, you know, excited about he just uses in a good mood whenever they have him have interaction. Pam says Carol Stills is uh is on the phone. And then Pam says, Sometimes I don't put Michael through until he says something. It's a practice run. The second attempt is usually better. And he says, Hey, how you doing? He's still dealing with mortgage insurance on the house. Wasn't that like weeks ago? He says there's a weird smell in his house, but the tree helped. And uh, he invites her to the casino night charity. And says, hey, you should come by. Bring the papers and you can stay and have a drink. And... That it would be fun. Now we have another call coming through. We got Jan calling back in. Jan Levingson, I presume. That was his practice run. Second time. Hey, Jan, how you doing? Same way he answered Carol's call. Jan says, hey, look, I thought about it, and you're right. I could use a little fun. Michael looks surprised. And what is the charity? AIDS. He looks happy with that. Slightly shocked. And now Carol, back on. Says no problemo. And she reveals that she is also going to come to Casino Night. And he looks surprised. Good, good, good. And now Michael has a conundrum on his hand. Kind of a uh, two queens on casino night. I'm going to drop a deuce on everybody. Oh, I knew it was coming. It was still good. So now we're down in casino night. We got uh, everybody's slightly differently dressed. We got Pam in a dress. We got Roy in a sweater. We got Michael in his tuxedo. There's Carol. She says, uh, and gets a kiss on the cheek. Two cheeks. And we have Dwight also in his tuxedo. Michael gives him two kisses as well. Conade Remax is here. No sign of Lan Jevonson. 
Dwight says he's got two dates. He's very excited. The other time that I can think of him doing this like excitement is the the twins thing in Jim's episode or uh, Jim's wedding episode, right? That's like back in Niagara. Anyway, Michael says, "Oh, the food is from Hooters," and now we got Creed uh, cheating at whatever he's playing. He says, "Hey, I steal things all the time. I stopped caring a long time ago." You should see how many supplies I've taken from this place. I love stealing things. That's great. And then we have... Uh, what is his name? Billy. The, uh, the landowner. He says, oh, your nurse is hot. My girlfriend. Chili's waitress. Chili's comes back. Michael says, Chili's is great. And he walks away. Billy. Michael is welcoming everyone to the casino. Welcome to Monte Carlo. I am no longer your boss. Lady Fortune is your boss. Then he says, will Lady Fortune give me a raise? He says, shush, shush. No one's very uh, entertained by his glow stick lights. Old friends, new lovers, and the disabled welcome all. Nobody shuffles up. So we got craps, we got roulette, we got uh, poker, Texas Hold'em. We got. Uh, we got Michael on the first one. He goes all in. Hey, bluffing is a key part because I'm not very very good at bluffing. Did you believe me? And uh, Toby calls Michael. Thanks to that, I got good cards. Toby, he says, don't be stupid. Take it back. He flips, and Michael says, he says he really screwed that up, and he leaves. Toby wins. He says, look, I don't really play cards, but it take, felt good to take money from Michael. I'm going to chase that feeling. Now we're at another table with... Uh, you know, Dwight, Phyllis, Jim. Dwight says, look, I have an acute ability to read people. Jim has a huge tell. When he gets a good hand, he coughs. And then we have Daryl. And it shows, you know, Dwight thought that Jim, he thought that Jim was bluffing. Jim said, look, every time I cough, he folds. <laughs> That's good. Now we're back to Carol and Michael. Michael says, if luck weren't involved, I would always be winning. And then Jan walks over. Hey, Michael. And Michael freaks out. Says, look, we're all adults here. We have an open relationship. And Carol is also confused. 
and you can see that Michael clearly has a type between the two professional blonde women. Jan offers to get a drink. Michael looks like a deer in headlights. And then Dwight runs over and gives him the kisses on the cheeks. Jan's here. Great wingman. Now Dwight, Dwight is playing craps. Angela says, good evening, Dwight. What is this? If he rolls an eight, everyone wins. Good luck, Dwight. He rolls. And he kisses her on the cheek. And she slaps him. And she looks very pleased. Very pleased with that slap. Now we're back to a table with Jim, Pam, and Kevin. And she... Pam gives some sort of like happy look reveal and I think is this where Kevin talks Jim thinks that she is bluffing you can tell there's a lot of chemistry happening this whole episode oh Kevin says look she's full of it Jim is so happy to be playing And Jim wins the hand. Now we have Carol and Jan up at the bar getting something. Jan says, look, two hours, that's a long drive, huh? Jan says, yeah, part of the drive. Why not? She has some, like, weird leather blazer thing going on there. Jan says, oh, how long have you and Michael been... Carol said, well, I guess this would be our first date. Michael in the background is like paused and freezing. Jan gives the camera a look. Creed. Creed still stealing things. And Ryan orders a pretty fancy drink. And one beer, of course. And then, what is Meredith doing? Meredith is like yelling behind things. And then Michael says, hey, blow for luck. Also you, not playing favorites. And not a good one. Jan says, where are you staying? Radisson, Super 8, Motel 6, Best Western, Holiday Inn. She looks at Michael, and he doesn't answer the answer there. Kevin has some kind of gold chain going on. Never saw that. Kevin says that, yeah, he wants one a certain tournament, uh, something in Vegas. Kevin goes all in. Phyllis goes all in, too. He says, hey, look, doesn't matter. It's just fun to play. Three queens. Phyllis has a flush. And this is what I never understood. I still, like, I can't play poker because I don't know 
the hierarchy of hands, right? Like a flush or a straight, pairs, deuce. I don't know any of that. I guess a little practice would happen. Kevin's a little bummed. Roy says, hey, I saw your tape. You guys rock. You guys want to play our wedding? Kevin says, hey, awesome. Did Pam say it was okay? Kevin says, look, I'm in charge of the music. Kevin says, you will not be sorry. Sweet. Kevin's pretty happy with that. And now we have Jan out smoking a cigarette. Is this the only cigarette in the office? Uh, Jim comes out and says, you having fun? Jan... Clearly a little uh, wound up. I drove two and a half hours to get here. Left work early. I'm completely underdressed. Jan says, why did I hook up with Michael? And Jim looks like, oh, interesting. Why did you? It was very late, Jim. It was very late. Have you given any more thought to the transfer? My Jim says, yeah. And asks if he has told anyone. He says, no. She says, you should. We got Creed. Creed stole something and Angela had, like, noticed it. Bob Vance says, hey, the evening's chip leader. The mini-fridge is Creed Bratton. And he, like, shakes all these chips out of his sleeve. He says, hey, I never owned a refrigerator. Creed just picks it up and uh, walks away. Roy is in his truck and says, hey, I'm just beat. You know, if you showed me any frame from this episode with Pam in it, in that dress, I would tell you, I could tell you that's episode three, 0322, Casino Night. Now we got uh, both of them in the parking lot. Says, how you feeling? Pretty good. Can I talk to you about something? Pam says, you need to give me more of your money. Feeling good tonight. Jim says, I'm in love with you. Pam is like, Pam is a little shocked. Looks, looks a little distressed. Says, what are you doing? What do you expect me to say to that? And Jim I just need you to know once. Pam looks very distraught. Says I can't. And Jim knows. This is like, it's like one of the most, it's like so real. It's like such a real raw emotion between the two of them. Like the, like the un- uncomfortable nature 
And then you got John Krasinski tearing up. And, uh, then rolls away. Pam looks gutted. Totally gutted as Jim walks away. Now we're back in the casino. Jan says she's going to leave. Fantastic evening. Made the company proud. And she heads out. And we got Carol and Michael. Love triangle drama. All worked out in the end. The hero got the girl. Michael says, hey, Chan's really happy for me. She looks pissed walking out. She has her, like, overnight bag. Heads out. Now we're back in the office. Pam's on the phone. Talking to somebody. I think it's her mom. Pretty sure it's her mom. Oh, yeah. She says mom right there. <laughs> and this is, like, a camera in the kitchen. Like, looking out at Pam. You only have, like, a couple of lights on. And Jim walks in. Very ominous. And goes right in for the kiss. A very uh, built a pent up kiss. And he says, it's like silent. Oh, and that's how it ends. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I forgot that's where. Oh yeah, because we know the story so well, we just think, wow, I remember, I remember watching that scene as the uh, season wrapped up, amazing, well that's season two, we'll be starting season three next week, thank you guys so much for re-watching or re-experiencing, I should say, the show through this lens with me really like it and i will uh, catch you in the next one so good night sleep tight this has been a great scott